0: This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you, through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash Who, and people, we have been doing this Patreon for one year now, and, and at the end of the episode, we have some big one-year Patreon announcements for you.
1: Stay tuned, because it means that you get stuff from us. You
0: are going to get some stuff.
1: You're going to get stuff.
0: If you are a backer of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who.
1: Hey, y'all. It's Maureen. Hey, Maureen. Back from Los Angeles, here to talk about books. I know. We'll get into it. We'll get into it, Dan. Because I was tooting around L.A. while you were working on impeachment stuff. So we'll talk about that. But books, I cannot emphasize enough how out Truly Devious has been for two years. And also its sequel, The Vanishing Stare. And coming in January, the hand on the wall finishes it all, ties up every goddamn storyline, gives you every answer. Like, it is is the end of a four-year word problem. And I have written it and when i arrived in la i finished those pages on the plane stuffed them in an envelope and fedex that shit from the hotel desk
0: done gone out of Boom. your head out of your hands and out of your head that's right
1: so um also i wrote a book part of a book called let's know that's the netflix movie it's coming out next month That has a new shiny red cover Perfect for Christmas, but maybe get truly really devious instead. I'm just saying, or nothing, get nothing, or get some other book. I don't care, books.
0: And hey, this is Dan. I accidentally, two weeks ago, started a whole thing called Impeachment.FYI. If you are having trouble keeping up with all of the news around the impeachment and only the impeachment... Uh, You can sign up for a newsletter at impeachment.fyi and it will come to you written by me every early evening or if you are in the Los Angeles area late afternoon. Uh, It is a thing I do. Impeachment.fyi.
1: So I scouted a job by accident. The Dan Sinker story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that I don't know. Hey Dan, are you ready? to Get going here.
0: Um, um, hold, hold on, just a second. So just hang on. Um, so, what you're saying,
1: Dan, what are you doing?
0: Is what? No, h- hold on, just a second. Uh, what you're saying is that you were not doing crimes what I, in. What, what in, I was saying this. Wait, no, what? Wait, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, I just got to finish this text real quick, Maureen. Who hold are you on. texting? Uh, no, no, to... it's nothing, Maureen. Okay, so you were not doing crimes in. Ukraine sent. What? Huh? Nothing. Nothing. Hey. Oh,
1: hey, Maureen. Dan. Welcome to Says Who. No, Dan, I heard that. What? And no. what was that?
0: I, no, it was nothing, Maureen. It was nothing. It was, I, I have it, a it lot of clear. things going on, Maureen.
1: I, I understand that, but it's that's it's, not one of them.
0: The I just crimes. got a lot of things. I got a lot of things going on. It, but we are here for... I want um, you. To, let I me want check to... my notes. We're doing okay. Next on my list is "says who." Hello, Maureen Johnson. Uh,
1: yes, just tell me who you t- text. Just oh, nothing. You're...
0: It was not that Maureen. Nothing. It was
1: just nothing. tell me. Just tell it me. No, it's
0: just a little. Th- it was just a. It was just a question.
1: Two. Not,
0: it doesn't matter. Welcome to "says who." Just say it. I did. I said, "Welcome to Says Who." Then the the theme music plays. You
1: know what? It was Rudy. I know it was Rudy. God damn it, Maureen! Shh. Welcome to Says Who.
0: Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast.
1: It's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson, and I'm here with the puppy who's asleep on my leg.
0: And I am Dan Sinker, and I am here on my own.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, she you know that I always record now with her sleeping snugly against my leg, right?
0: I do. Just, just low just a few months ago. That was an impossibility.
1: She's come a long way, Dan. She's eight months old now.
0: It is it is wild watching puppies grow up because they do the whole thing in fast forward. Has she lost all her teeth now?
1: Oh, yeah. No, she's got all of her big teeth. She's got all of her big teeth now. That's my favorite part. Having
0: having raised children, they lose their teeth over years. And when you have a puppy, they lose all of their teeth in like two days, maybe a week.
1: One time when I was a kid, one of my teeth was loose, but it wasn't coming out. It just was, you know, it was stuck in there. It didn't want to pop out. And we were discussing, like, all of the old-timey remedies, like, you tie a string around it and you shut a door, like, all of those things. And then my father said, here, just bite my finger, and maybe I'll be – I don't know what he was thinking. But I said, (laughs) okay. And I chomp. And apparently I bit him real hard, and he was like (laughs) – Shocked, and I said, well you did tell me to bite your finger. What? He, I don't know. He had wow. me bite his finger. I don't think it did anything except I bit him.
0: Did the tooth come
1: out? I don't think so.
0: No. Well, apparently, come, human
1: then. apparently human bites are really really bad, and in, they get very bad infections too.
0: Me- meaning, when you bite someone.
1: Yeah, uh, when people when you get a bite from another, this is a fact from Nurse Mom. She said because okay. she was helping treat someone who had a a people bite, and she said. I just like
0: b- the idea of your mom sitting down with a young Maureen Johnson, being like, Maureen, we need to talk about what happens when a person bites a person.
1: You're not though. That was more recent. You're not far <laughs> off from what the discussions are like. Nurse Mom used to drill <laughs> me when I right before I went to, when I was 16 or so. And it was getting ready to go to college. We would when I was in the car with her. She used to drill me on generic names of medications and proper dosages. This was a real thing that would happen.
0: I don't. You've you've mentioned this. You've you've what's, memorized all the all the. Yeah, generics. she made me. She yeah. made me.
1: She's on like, amora. What's we... the what's the over the counter name for that? How long is the medical patent for? How long is the as me- a medication's patent for? Seventeen years. That's right, seventeen years. Now, what's the generic name for this? And when can you take that? When is it indicated? How many so, times a day? What?
0: So at what point did she talk to you about bites? Recently. Okay. Somebody what, was- What precipitated
1: so a that? friend of the family, it was a nurse, was bitten. Oh. And um, it was a bad one. She had a patient who, who bit her. Oh and my goodness. It, it happens. She's like, and that's what she always says, Maureen, it happens. <laughs> When the I guess the thing that I've learned from nurses that I love so much is no matter what, what it is, it's happened. Like it's happened. They've just seen it at least once, and they're like, "Yeah, it happens." And you're like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, people do it. It just it happens." So whatever you've done that you think is embarrassing, it's not because in the end, my so my friend Cassie watches this show. True tales of the ER or something like oh, that no. obsessively. No, and she loves to recount true tales of the ER, and it is my favorite thing. If Cassie retelling true tales of the ER, because her favorite one was the one in which a man went camping by himself, got lonely, and I, look, dear dear says I'm about to swear here. Okay, it's going to get saucy, Dan. He fucked his camp stove. What? Excuse me. He that just what I just said. The what that ding- seems he put his dingle donger in the camp no. stove. Dan. What? No. But then it got it got stuck. Weird. And at I know I had so many questions. Like, but where is, is it? A what kind of is it? A gas stove? What's happening here? Anyway, he I had don't. to take. He had to take the whole thing stove and all. To he had to go to the ER with a like like the thing looking like a dick in a box, like he's holding the camp stove and he had to go in <laughs> and get it removed. Wow. And I told this story to my mother, except I, I phrased it a little more gently cause I'm very soft spoken around my mother. I, we don't, I don't swear even it's just very lovely how we speak. We speak like Victorian children to each other. <laughs> and, And I said, and she watches this show and she's like, oh, I I watch that show too. And I said, the one about, and she said, oh, the camp stove. Yeah, that happens. And it's just the way that they say it. It's just nurses, like even the most pristine prim ones, like my mother. My mom is the most prim person in the entire goddamn world. She is, one time when I was a kid, she said to me, Maureen, how would you feel if I wore leggings? I mean, that shocks my mom. (laughs) My mom has never been drunk. She's never smoked a cigarette. She, like, she's like, Maureen, I was born in the wrong decade. I should have been born in like the 20s. And I like old timey music. And she likes to sing about like the Nickelodeon and stuff. She's a very <laughs> pure person. But she has seen people put their dick in everything and just does not phase her. Wow. What were we talking about? We were
0: talking about that biting gets a lot of infections.
1: Where were we before that?
0: I don't remember anymore, but I do remember Maureen Johnson. Welcome that to Cesu. you You very recently were in the fine city of Los Angeles, California, because you have some exciting news about a thing that people can watch.
1: The camp stove, Dan. Like he was alone <laughs> camping, and of all the objects there, and I'm not, we're not going to dwell on this, but like, would you choose the one that That its job is to be on fire. No, I mean I'm not saying that there are any good choices, but is that the one, Maureen
0: Johnson?
1: I'm just saying
0: enough beating around the bush, if you will. Nope. Um, Dan, you have a
1: movie. (laughs) No, I'm coming out. That on was the good. Netflix channel. That was that was very under the radar, and I feel like you deserve a little round of applause. Oh, we've gone quite saucy this week. Saucy. We're this not... is how it goes now. Maureen, I am hanging on by a fucking thread here. Dan, I was in Los Angeles this week, and as such, I have no idea. Well, I have I have a I don't have no idea. I have less of an idea than usual, but I cannot entirely separate myself from news i still follow it but not as much and la is lovely and weird when you walk around la you understand how goop happened for sure
0: (laughs) it's true
1: you know they they straight up were selling some magic rocks in the lobby of my hotel like the the water bottles infused with magic rocks and there's a lot of services beautiful storefronts with quote unquote medical services that I don't know what they are for the kind of holistic light finger healing where you're like, I don't know what's going on in there. It's lasers. I don't know. Definitely a lot of cool spa Botox, but just other stuff that hasn't reached the rest of us yet that you're like, I don't know. You go in and you, I don't, I don't know what happens in there, but you come out better somehow. And, um, yeah, it's stuff that you're like, oh, that's a California joke. Oh, no, it's real and it's everywhere. Okay. So, yeah, I do.
0: Uh, when I go out to um California because I'm doing work oh, with a university sorry, out there, go to California. um, it is always amazing to me how many conversations uh center around astrology. Mm. That doesn't mm. happen as much in Chicago.
1: I will say that in the 10 minutes I had for lunch one day, and because I usually don't have to. I was crisscrossing the city because I had meetings, but meetings. Oh. But they were all on different sides of the city. Yeah. And I didn't realize just so when they got I got this schedule, every every meeting I had to cross entirely Los Angeles and then back yeah. again to where I'd just been. So I had 10 minutes to get some food and I ran into a restaurant and they're like, Do you want to sit? I was like, No. Give me. And I looked at the menu and I went, that avocado toast. I'm like, it's pretty easy. You post the bread, you put some avocado on it, and then you hand it to me, and I stick it in my mouth. And it was the best goddamn avocado toast I have ever had. I mean, it was good.
0: They have really good food in Los Angeles.
1: Man, alive. that was a tasty piece of avocado toast that I, if we are in the same place, I will go back and enjoy that again. Mm. It was tasty. Ah. Real nice roasted tomatoes on top, and Oh, no, oh, spicy greens. Oh, it was very good. Um, yes. So I was there doing meet meetings are I was like, what's a meeting? So there are these meetings called generals where you go in and you meet people. And it's like a weird date, like a like a blind date. Oof. You've been sent to meet somebody. And it's a non romantic blind date where they're like, so what are you like? And they all have identical moleskin notebooks that they take notes. And so you come in and they give you your drink and then they sit in a comfortable chair across from you like a therapist and then they open their identical moleskin notebooks and they go so um so tell me you know i i know what you so what are you doing what are you interested in tell me tell me what you what you're working on what you like and then by uh. the end of one of these meetings i was ranting like at a fever pitch about cults and then <laughs> At an at, by the third one, when I was so tired, and I realized that Dan, while I am much better, I still have I reach my my limits pretty easily, and I get very tired. And yeah. travel, especially all jet lag, seems to send my nervous system w- w- it whacks it out of. Ugh. So I get very shaky and weird. So, but I was still going like a mile a minute, and I'm getting in this meeting, and they're like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "I imitate." Bob Fossey musicals in meetings. I like your scooter, guy. Where's your dog? What's going on with that? What does this button do? Pow pow. What do you want to talk about? I was just talking about cults with another person. I was at Netflix. Do you know that they have free snacks there? It was Taco Thursday. All their walls are screens. They also won them live in plant walls. All the snacks you want. And a machine that gives you unlimited flavored seltzer water. Bye. And then I left. And when I went outside <laughs> on the street, which was near Venice Beach, I saw a couple on a tandem bicycle wearing matching lime green and bright silver biking Lycra suits that looked like goddamn aliens. And they had a speaker <laughs> on the back of that tandem bike blasting Eye of the Tiger. I shit you not. I took a picture of it. But
0: Maureen, I feel like you were dancing around the fact One that you thing. have a fucking movie coming out in th- One like more thing, Dan. three weeks.
1: My last night there. I walked out. We just had some dinner. I walked out. I was in the hotel and I said, Oh, that's really cute. Like the, even though it's warm out, the hotel has a like a wood burning fire. Oh, that's, oh, it's, it's in the lobby and it's in the elevator and in this hallway, also in my room and in my hair. And oh, no, that's just LA burning. The mm. smell was so strong from this big fire in northern LA.
0: Yeah.
1: That all the, it just smelled like it just smelled like one giant wood burning fire. It was and people seemed very nonplussed by it. They're like, oh, yeah. I was like, what is happening? This is terrifying. And they're like, no, oh, it's yeah. fine. I met with my publicist who's like, yeah, I may have to go in a minute. My house is like a mile from this fire. I was like, what? oh, my God, she seemed fine. Like She like, oh, won't cross the highway. Oh, my God. Anyway.
0: Anyway, you have a movie coming out, Maureen god damn it i am pulling this show over until you hype your own goddamn movie
1: it's out in three weeks it's called let it snow and i saw it i went out there to see it that's why i was there and it's really funny i mean it's genuinely good i'm not a shit you're not because you'll if you see it you'll you can decide for yourself but it's actually really fucking good and very funny that's awesome. It's it's also romantic and sweet and stuff, but I like the really funny bits because it has some really, really genuinely funny bits in it. It's very um, like a like a John Hughes movie, but without the the stuff in it, you wouldn't want because of the present day. Look at the spirit of that kind of like proper teenage comedy.
0: A, a 80s teen comedy without the 80s casual racism.
1: Yes. And 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 rapiness and etc. Yeah. yeah, it has none of that. But all the that's amazing. Comedic, all the comedic spirit. It's 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 funny. I'm excited. I am I
0: excited, Maureen. I am excited for this, and I am excited for you.
1: I wonder. I hope that your large son likes it.
0: I think he will. I, we will all watch it. When does it come out? When does it come out? When does it come out?
1: It comes out on the eighth of November. So yeah. I, I'm going back to L.A. again. Yeah, you are. As far as I know, I'm going back in like two three weeks for the premiere. like an actual actual premiere in like we have to wear a dress and go to movie theater that's exciting it's all happening maureen dan i'm taking my parents which means i not only have to get myself dressed and all right but like i gotta get my parents. i'm i'm getting them tickets i'm like look i'm taking care of it i'm gonna get you on that plane get you the fancy seat so you can put your legs up because my dad's got a medical kid he's gotta have his legs up the whole time it's a whole thing dan and i'm gonna get them there i'm gonna and it's all going to be fine. <laughs> It'll be going to be fine. I'm not nervous about getting my parents out to California at all. I'm not nervous. You're seems, nervous.
0: It seems fine. Maureen. If anyone's it,
1: nervous, you're nervous.
0: I'm. I'm nervous because I can no longer function for any part of the day anymore. Maureen. Maureen. Uh, two weeks ago, I hmm. decided to. I don't know what I did to myself, but now I have a full-time job on top of all of my other full-time jobs, tracking the impeachment.
1: And I might, and we are all grateful for your service. Well, I appreciate that, but, um, I might die.
0: I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Anyway, Maureen, let's
1: talk about this week's news. Yeah, Dan, because I have been kind of, um, you know, just going, what? I, you know, and so would you mind explaining to me? Uh... Well,
0: Maureen, I would be happy to. I, um, because I basically track every single day now uh, in terms of the impeachment at impeachment.fyi. I know a lot, but there's also a bunch of stuff that doesn't get covered because it's not. This is the best that I can describe the editorial thinking of impeachment.fyi there are two types of stories Maureen. there are stories that move a ball forward and there are stories that that better describe the ball Mm. and uh mostly i am keeping track of the ones that move the ball forward but there are all sorts of interesting ball discovery stories Mm. that Mm. um Mm. that uh that i don't get to do and maureen You know who is at the Liquidy Center in the middle of this impeachment candy? Oh, tell me. Rudy Giuliani.
1: Oh, that's the nut at the center of the the candy bar. Yeah. You know, there are a
0: lot of weird candies with shit in the center. Hmm. We're coming up on Halloween, and that's it's like when they all come out. Like a Tootsie Pop? Jesus Christ, no.
1: Oh, I love Tootsie Pops.
0: Ugh. Or the worst of them all, which is the Super Blow Pop, the one with gum in the middle instead Those of a are Tootsie gross. thing. Because Tootsie you're just are like dope. you are chewing gum that is full of glass.
1: Mm. I bad. love. If if there are Tootsie Pops on sale at a counter. Really? Really? I will
0: buy one. Not a Tootsie Roll, but the actual lollipop with Tootsie Mm -hmm. shit in the middle.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially the red ones; they're delicious. They're like the best. They're the they're the only kind of candy that I'll pick up because they're just so tasty.
0: I don't know. So much of how
1: there's a lot of you hate candy corn, right? Because it's disgusting.
0: Oh yeah, because it's awful.
1: Yeah, it's It's just like eating
0: orange wax.
1: Yeah, like if you wanted to be miserable like that, you could just stay at home and eat a candle. So why wouldn't you? just, it's there. People, I'll never understand. I will never understand, Dan.
0: Our friend Akilah Hughes is ride or die with candy corn. Really? Yeah.
1: It's the only thing she's talking about. I just had an
0: exchange with her about it. And I told her I'd ship her all the fucking candy corn that's going to accumulate in my kid's Halloween basket in a couple weeks.
1: That's beside the point, Dan. What happened in impeachment this week? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, I want to talk to
0: you about
1: Rudy Giuliani, Maureen. Uh, I'm a New Yorker, Dan. Why are they doing this to us?
0: It's it's, it's your fault. But yesterday, so yesterday, Fiona Hill, who is a little-known National Security Council staffer, she's billed as the president's kind of top aide on Russia and Europe. She testified to the to the house committees that are, that are running the impeachment inquiry. And, um, it was all behind closed doors, but now there is, uh, some leaks, uh, that have come out and includes that John Bolton, he of wingnut mustache fame (laughs) of all people felt like Rudy Giuliani was too much of a wild card. Maureen. Hmm. He called him a hand grenade that hmm. would blow everything up.
1: Hmm, That's not good, Dan.
0: And you know what? He's doing an amazing job of it. I gotta say. Who, Rudy? It's, that is an accurate description. Rudy. Or John Bolton. Uh, yeah. No, Rudy. Rudy. Like, this whole impeachment thing has been punctuated by Rudy moments, but the last week has really been... Rudy, Rudy, Rudy.
1: It's a lot of Rudy, and we New Yorkers do not appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he got some help last week, and this is really what I want to talk about, Maureen. So we have many times on Says Who Podcast discussed all of the weird kind of edge lord characters that swirl around the Trump universe. You know there was uh, what was it? Felix Sater who cut a guy with a champagne glass and ended up in jail, and you know Michael Cohen who was doing all the crimes, and you know I'm just all these weird ass people. Well, two of the weirdest asses have emerged in Rudy's circles of all places, mm. and they had a real big week last week. So. They sort of came on the radar to to give BuzzFeed some credit. BuzzFeed wrote about these dudes back in July before the whistleblower, before impeachment, before anything. Um, but this Monday, the House requested documents from these two uh Soviet-born now Florida uh Florida businessmen named Lev Parnas and Igor fruman mm-hmm. Um they apparently have been Rudy's guys in the Ukraine. Um, That they have been sort of his guys on the ground. That they've been giving his connections and all of that. And so on Monday, they um, they were asked to deliver documents to the to the House. Uh, their lawyer, who uh, wrote a letter in Comic Sans, Maureen, mm. uh, said that they would not be doing that. And then on Thursday night at washington dc's worst airport dulles they were arrested with one-way tickets out of the country and charged with campaign finance violations associated with their work in ukraine earlier that day maureen they had had lunch with rudy giuliani Mm. at trump's Mm. dc hotel
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. can i tell you about these guys maureen I'd love to hear about it. They
0: are just a bottomless pit of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so there are these two dudes, Lev Parnas, who seems to be sort of more the 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 talker, and Igor Fruman, who looks a little bit like he's wearing a face stretched on top of his actual face. Um, Lev was born in Ukraine. Uh, but he moved to New York as a kid. Apparently, he got his start in real estate selling Trump condos for Fred Trump, Trump's dad. Hmm. Then he went and worked in shipping in the Soviet Union, which I didn't know you could just do. And then he moved back to the States and became a securities trader.
1: None of those are shady jobs at all.
0: Mm -mm, No. And then Igor Fruman... Uh, He was born in Belarus. He lives now in South Florida. He owns a bunch of luxury businesses, a jewelry store, luxury cars. He also, at one point, I don't believe he owns it still, owned a hotel in Odessa, Russia. And it had a nightclub in it, Maureen, that was named Mafia Rave. What? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, Maureen, Mafia Rave.
1: I'm just gonna have to, you're just gonna have to, you're just gonna have to continue. Yeah. So these two dudes came into
0: Trump's orbit, as far as anyone knows. A lot of this is based on really, really good reporting by uh, the Washington Post. Um, these two came into Trump's orbit right after uh, the Access Hollywood tape dropped in 2016. To bring you back to that moment in time, which was almost three years ago to the day, I think it was just like last week, Um, the uh, Washington Post received a videotape of Trump talking about grabbing people by the pussy uh, in a never aired uh, audio clips from uh, Access Hollywood Thing and if you remember, then a whole bunch of people, including Mike Pence, tried to distance themselves from Trump, and uh, his donations dried up. This was a this was a month before the 2016 election. Um, according to the Washington Post, it was right then that uh, Lev Parnas shows up with a fifty thousand dollar donation for the Trump campaign and and the Republican Party, and that sort of is where. Lev and Igor ended up um, being a part of sort of this Trump upper echelon. So the Washington Post again, by spring 2018, the two men had dined with Trump, breakfast with his son and attended exclusive events at Mar-a-Lago and the White House, all while jetting around the world and spending lavishly, particularly at Trump hotels in New York and Washington. Uh, the Washington Post found that in one five week period between September 2018 and October 2018, uh, the two men racked up more than $13,000 in charges at the Trump hotels in New York and Washington.
1: That's a lot of shitty sal- like wedge salads and There's a
0: lot of wedge salad. You are choking down a lot of wedge salad. Second rate grand.
1: massages. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh. In addition to giving money to Trump in May 2018, a pro-Trump PAC got a $325,000 donation from a new energy company that had been formed by Parnas and Fruman. It's important, Maureen, for all the money that they're throwing around to note that nobody knows where their money comes from. The it's- charging the charging documents allege that they're backed by an unnamed Russian national who use them to funnel donations to state and federal candidates.
1: So an energy company that kind of doesn't exist, that's funded from an unknown source or a source that is a Russian national? Seems seems to be. Okay.
0: We don't know, but this is where things get weird. So these two dudes are running around Ukraine in the last, uh, in the last, you know, eight months or whatever. Uh, For On behalf of Rudy Giuliani. So you would think that they are on Giuliani's payroll, right? Right. Like, these seem like exactly the kind of goons that Rudy would have on retainer. But it turns out that, in fact, they hired Rudy. To do what? Well, funny you should ask. So they started a company, Maureen, that paid Rudy Giuliani a half million dollars. That company is named Fraud Guarantee.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is... Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they hired him uh, for a half million dollars to give advice on cybersecurity.
1: Wait, what? No, th- mm-hmm. here's here's the thing, Dan. In order to not spoil myself, I did not... I, I wanted to... Specific- quite specifically not look at some of the notes yeah and i am genuinely i don't quite know what to do with that one dan
0: (laughs) so neither did uh neither did the washington post who asked him and uh rudy explained i know a lot about cybersecurity, so they wanted my advice jesus wept can I ask for a show of hands for who thinks that Rudy
1: Giuliani knows a lot about cybersecurity? You, Dan, as someone who has just had a very long conversation with the unnamed relative about those goddamn email forwards that we were like, this is actually, a, this is a tracker email and we had to go through and explain to him that all of these are made in a in a, in a in a data farm somewhere. It's just... It's just so I am gritting my teeth right now, Dan. Rudy?
0: Yeah, Rudy. Ru- Rudy oh. seems like the kind of guy whose username and password are both Rudy.
1: I bet when Rudy turns his computer on, it makes that bong noise. He thinks that fucker's about to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> he hits the deck? Yeah. Where's the... Where's, uh, I took a picture of my thumb again. Like that... No.
0: Uh-uh. No. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's worth noting, Maureen, that Rudy Giuliani received a series of text messages from Talia Lavin, who is amazing on Twitter, uh, where she was basically fucking with him. And he just kept answering.
1: Yeah, apparently anybody can text Rudy. Yeah, he does not
0: keep a tight ship.
1: But anyway. No, no, no. no. I mean, I I would pay a lot of money just to have a reporter shout two-factor authorization at a... At a, at a, you know an event just to see if he acknowledged even what that was.
0: He would think that somebody had just put a hex on him. I bet.
1: <laughs> I am so mad at everything all the time. All right, yeah. go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. It's
0: okay. It's okay. So half a million dollars to Rudy Giuliani for cybersecurity. It's. I just want to put out here again, Maureen, that Rudy Giuliani is the president's personal lawyer who is not paid to be the president's personal lawyer. So that's interesting.
1: What is happening? What is yeah. happening? Anyway, Rudy and Lev
0: and Igor spent uh, most of this year running around Ukraine, mostly Lev and, and Igor, uh, trying to get various people, politicians within the Ukraine, uh, prosecutors within the Ukraine to give them dirt on Joe Biden. In addition, the two dudes were also trying to work a weird energy deal for themselves and their weird energy company. And uh, the same folks that they say were uh, sort of greasing wheels for Biden or whatever uh, also were stopping them from doing a weird energy deal so you know there's that um and now yesterday uh, or not yesterday last week the former fired u.s ambassador to ukraine uh testified that basically like these dudes and rudy were actively pressuring to get her out of the way
1: so that seems cool what yeah. All right. Okay. No, finish I'll ask my questions at the end. I'll ask all okay. my questions at the end.
0: All right. Well, we're almost at the end. That brings Let's us try. to last Thursday. Okay. Where they have lunch with Rudy yeah. at Trump's DC hotel. Yum. They go to the airport with one way tickets to Vienna, Austria.
1: Listen, people love those those stallions they have and those those choirs.
0: Yeah. They apparently Vienna was their main kind of point of entry and then they would travel to other other parts of Eastern Europe from there. Um, and last but not least, Maureen Johnson, it came out that, um, they were, there was another person in the mix who was going to be traveling to Vienna, Austria, the day after they flew there on one way tickets. Do you know who that was?
1: I do, but I need it you to was say it. Rudy, Maureen. It was Rudy, yeah.
0: That there were a few reporters that uh, were trying to get Rudy, and then he basically responded with, um, "I can't. I got to go to Vienna," and then, uh and then suddenly these dudes were arrested, and then he didn't go to Vienna.
1: Ich geh aus Wien. Wien, Wien ist schön. Ich habe oh. flug, Ich habe Flugzeug.
0: Check out Maureen Johnson busting ja. out the German.
1: Er, er geht Wien.
0: I don't. I don't know. Ein I don't
1: know pose, anything. Pose. I can just shout prayers at you in German. Always good to get to crack out the old German. in a the first one of the first words of German I ever had to learn as a thirteen year old was the word for forsaken.
0: Hmm, that's pleasant.
1: It's verlassen. Yeah, sure.
0: Mm. Sounds good. Rudy Giuliani, Maureen.
1: Ich bin verlassen. He, he has a I had deadline to
0: of today to turn over a bunch of documents to uh, to House investigative committees.
1: Because I am forsaken, I think, at this point. Um, Today, is he going to, Dan? I bet he does.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that he will. Everything's great, Maureen. Everything's great.
1: I did like the part where Trump was asked if Rudy Giuliani was still his lawyer, and he was like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, on Friday, he said he didn't know. But then on Saturday, uh, he tweeted out a bunch of of stuff in support of Rudy, and then Rudy met him uh, at his golf club in Virginia for lunch so, presumably
1: because he got a call late that day that was like donnie i got folders and folders of shit on you
0: something who knows i mean granted you know trump also had lunch with uh michael cohen at mar-a-lago not long before michael cohen was cut loose so
1: oh yeah well, who he'll knows sta- he'll stab but you in the but at least for
0: now at least for now he is standing by his man So Dan. yeah.
1: You've spent an entire week just balls deep in in this stuff. Yeah. What's
0: your Two gut even?
1: Gut feeling right now?
0: So, it is interesting, Maureen. I think so last week was interesting because last week was basically the White House shutting things down. Um they blocked um, They blocked the U.S. ambassador to the EU, uh, Gordon Sondland, uh, from testifying. And then they issued this letter basically saying this is an illegitimate process and we won't comply with any of it. And then it feels like cracks are forming. So. People are testifying. Uh, Fiona Hill, who testified yesterday, was actually the first person specifically from the kind of White House side of government uh, to testify. She was not blocked by the White House, but they did. Uh, there was some legal wrangling very early in the morning between White House lawyers and her lawyers trying to um, stop her from talking about specific things because uh, white house lawyers basically argued that they fell under executive privilege and her lawyers basically responded like executive privilege does not exist if there are crimes. Um, so, you know, she testified uh, Sondland who kind of kicked off all of last week's, um, White House fight is testifying this week. Uh, he just cannot produce uh, f- his phone or other things because those are uh, held by the State Department, who won't who won't turn them over. He's testifying this week. There are multiple State Department people that are testifying this week. Like it feels like they last week they tried to put up a wall, and this week we are starting to see some cracks in that wall. Is the wall gonna fall? I don't I don't know that I'm gonna go that far, but it does feel like his grasp on control of the situation is getting more and more tenuous.
1: It feels (sighs) Yeah. It, It feels like we're standing like we're in a cartoon on one of those cartoon cliff edges, and then you see the little you know, we're kind of wily coyoteing on the edge and looking over and seeing the cracks form and then holding up a sign that says help.
0: Yeah. That's what it feels like, but it's felt like that before.
1: I don't know, Dan. I'm still holding on. I think by the end of the year, I still think by by Man. December, Man. We're, we're at least talking about a very full on. You know I I'm even starting to wonder. Because of what we haven't discussed was was the situation with Turkey and the unbelievable human tragedy that we have yeah caused there um, yeah you know probably because so he could build a hotel um, he already
0: has a hotel in Turkey
1: or you know whatever it is that he's that he's that he's doing there
0: yeah basically Trump had a call on Sunday night right which I mean, is not long ago. Um, with the, with, with the president of Turkey, I don't know if he's a president, the head of Turkey and then tweeted out right after like, all right, we're leaving Syria. Turkey's just going to do whatever they want to do because the corner between kind of Syria and Turkey and, and, uh, and Northern Iraq and all of this is, is, uh,
1: well, this was over a week ago because that he did was the it? Okay. It, it was my the in my great and unmatched wisdom.
0: I literally Maureen, oh it was, you're right. I no longer have a sense of time. Mm. Time is just a blur now. It is just one thing into the next.
1: Which I think is probably even a healthy way of looking at time because time is a construct. So maybe sure. we're helping yeah. ourselves.
0: It's definitely it's great. But but the point being... That felt very facetious, Dan. Trump basically gave Turkey the go-ahead. Literally gave Turkey the go-ahead to do whatever they wanted. And they did. Everyone was like, "Uh, what the fuck? There is going to be a fucking slaughter now. And now there is a fucking slaughter. Yeah. It's pretty fucking horrible. It is horrible. It has at least given some republican senators especially a moment where they are like this is not good yeah but that's the first also sign sort of, of under- a break yeah i mean it's really a sign of a break but they don't seem to be kind of either they have boxed kind of their feelings about turkey into everything or and or they are not moving to really do much they're sort of giving a giving a sense of we don't like this but they aren't they aren't giving a sense of and so but um the most interesting thing to me and kind of where it all wraps up together is today it seems like the new white house defense is just to say trump didn't give a green light to turkey like v- Vice President Pence was just saying it, you know, you sort of heard this over and over again when all of us saw the tweet that literally gave the green light to Turkey. Yeah. And this is the same thing with the his defense against the uh, against the impeachment, the the phone call between himself and Ukrainian President Zelensky that's at the center of the impeachment inquiry. His defense is. Everyone's mischaracterizing this call. It was perfect. There was no problem with the call. The whistleblower is saying that it's something that isn't true. Adam Schiff is saying something that isn't true. And you know that because we released the transcript and it's perfect. And yet what the whistleblower says is actually backed up by the transcript. What Schiff has been saying is is backed up by the transcript. And yet simply saying, no, the transcript clears me. Like, the, the line of defense at this point is entirely gaslighting, but it's gaslighting on things that we can actually see yes. and know that, no, that isn't right.
1: Dan, he's got a lot of stuff coming at him from a lot of directions. Yes. Oh, a side note, this is not about Trump. Oh well, okay. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Put it in my pocket. My pocket. Put it in my pocket. Okay, it's in my pocket now. Um, <laughs> he's got a lot of stuff coming at him from a lot of directions. You know, he's got his tax return thing. Uh, yeah. The impeachment, and when you do as many crimes and shitty things, you've got a lot. You're standing in front of the the dam, and you're noticing yeah. little spurts of water all over the place. Yeah. And he's got a lot to worry about. He. Appears to be in mental and physical decline. um And I think that as they smell his fear and weakness, they will all do a Julius Caesar, like a metaphorical, you wow. know. Wow. Yeah. i thought These are
0: bold statements, Maureen Johnson. I do.
1: I, it's like, but it's like Rat Fucker Titanic. They will all jump. And the metaphorical Julius Caesar, where they were all stab you know, they'll gang up and stab.
0: I think that before, I think before we get to Julius Caesar, I think there is going to be a real concerted effort to roll this all up to Giuliani. But I think that that is,
1: uh, it'll be a magical sound of, of Julie, of what, what a bus makes when it goes over Rudy Giuliani.
0: <laughs> what does that sound like? There's gotta be, it's gotta sound a lot like a rubber chicken getting squeezed.
1: Hmm. <laughs> That brought me real pleasure. It brought me real pleasure. Anyway, Maureen,
0: also, the we are recording this on Tuesday, the uh, 15th of October. Tonight are the Democratic debates.
1: God damn it, Dan.
0: Yeah, so you <laughs> are listening to this, says Whovian, <sighs> in a post-debate world. We are talking it. in a pre-debate world.
1: I have to watch it, don't I, Dan?
0: Yes, you do have to watch it, because Maureen Johnson, for our Town Town Watch Watch. Patreon supporters, we will be recording a post-debate reaction episode tomorrow morning, and that will be exclusive for Town Watch members. But Maureen Johnson, let's get Get to the Patreon Patreon stuff. stuff, Maureen. Let's turn this around. Let us turn this ship right around, because... As bleak as things may be, there's a shining beacon of light in our lives that is called Says And
1: Says Whovia, we definitely do have a weeping square, but there's also a dance party square. We have um, free, unlimited veg chili night. Um, you know, just hang out, learn square dancing is something we're doing. Um, quilting. We're starting quilting.
0: I love it. This is all done.
1: All right, let's. Okay,
0: but so a year ago, pretty much to the day, a year ago, almost to the day, I think it was October seventeenth last year. We, uh, we, me and you had a meeting prior to that, and we discussed kind of what we had been doing for the two years of says who, and uh, what we would do. Moving forward. And one of the questions was, you know what, we seem like we've got a bunch of people that like this. Maybe we should start a Patreon to help cover some of the costs uh, that go into making the show and just to, you know, be able to send people some cool stuff and, and things like that. So we did, Maureen and i think that our expectation was that we would you know get we would get some people we would be able to cover the sort of modest costs that go into it and uh we can make some stickers and some pins and and send people some books and it would be super fun and but
1: holy cow it has been amazing it really has been
0: it has been way more than what we expected and uh while we have we have done some awesome things like the town watch has i think they're 28 episodes of Town Watch only content at this point over the last year. Um, You know, we've sent out a ton of Wedgie the Wedge salad pins. We've sent out a bunch of stickers. But Maureen Johnson, me and you had another meeting. We did. And we're ready to bring says who to the next level.
1: So shall we get into it?
0: Let's get into it.
1: All citizens of says
0: that's everyone at the dollar and up level.
1: You're going to get access to some new stuff on our Patreon, which is actual things that we're posting more often. Just stuff you can read, and it will just check in a lot more. So,
0: yeah, it's it. it back in the day, you might call it a blog, but it's ba- just going to be. Things that we're doing, thoughts that we have. Uh, I am planning on posting a little bit of yogurt making video mm-hmm. because that is my big says who you thing. Uh, but there will be just stuff for you.
1: And uh, Dan, Dan just picked out a whole bunch of uh, video equipment for me, and he's sending it to my house. Indeed, um, so I can shoot some videos. He got me a light, little lighting rig, and a good, a good microphone that goes on the phone and lots of good stuff yep now now if you've been a two dollar supporter two dollars and up and you yep. uh I've been at that support level for at least four months we'll be sending you a little sticker surprise yeah just gonna, I all don't of even a sudden, want
0: to give it away
1: nope you're just getting a little something
0: yeah just a little thank you for for supporting uh for supporting if you if you join at the two dollar level you get a says who sticker and now we're re-upping we're re-upping with another sticker heading your And it it showed up yesterday, Maureen. Is it good? It's good.
1: I'm really happy it, about this It one. made me
0: laugh all over again when I saw it.
1: <laughs> Hooray. Uh for five dollars a month, Town Watch, you'll be Town getting Town Watch. Town Watch. You'll be getting Town Watch content more frequently, probably about every yeah. other week, including videos from Amy Carter Shoe. Dr. Dr. Carter Shoe, the doctor's in when the uh the video equipment gets here so she can start uh giving you advice
0: yeah yes maureen johnson town watch has certainly been the most active level and uh has gotten the most stuff but we acknowledge that town watch recordings dropped off a bit over the summer when i was traveling and you were writing and um and yeah we are uh we are committing to getting Town Watch recordings up on the, on the fairly regular and then kind of supplementing it with some other bonus things like Amy Carter shoe videos. Because for those of you that don't know, Amy Carter shoe, the foul mouthed shoe of Amy Carter, is actually a puppet that lives in your house.
1: It's not a puppet. She's real and she gives, she is a therapist. <laughs> For $10 a month
0: supporters, Maureen, who, all of whom got a pin of our uh, our mascot, Wedgie the Wedge Salad. Uh, if you've been supporting for at least four months, we are going to commission a map of Seshuvia, And we are going to mail that to you uh, at a later date. Uh, yes. Because we haven't actually commissioned it yet, as opposed to the stickers, which will come to you soon. Yeah. Um, stickers and then are done.
1: Yeah. Got to get the map maker.
0: Yeah. And then later on from that, maybe even another pin. We'll see. Uh, if if you've been supporting at the $25 level, you've got some free books. Now, one note, it has been you get your choice of Maureen Johnson books. Uh, it turns out that is a thing that is a logistics nightmare. So we're going to settle on one book. Uh, But you will get uh, if you if you join up then. But if you have been supporting at that level, we uh, we know you got your books, but we want to send you something else. You are going to uh, we are going to send you a special coping box.
1: Yep. We're going to make a a, a couple of bespoke coping boxes. Yeah. So if you've been if you've been supporting us at 25 or more for a while, you know, we're going to we're going to send you we're going to send you something.
0: Yep, and for our $50 Main Street Mogul level where you get an ad on says who. You haven't heard a lot of ads on says who. Uh, we have bettered our workflow so we those those will actually show up.
1: Yeah, part of <laughs> and, the problem was that we we're both, you know, we 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 try our best but we this is this is just us and because of your contributions, we now have like it gives Dan a little more time like to like Dan's got like a workflow thing now that he's doing yeah, and he's and the equipment and just some stuff to help us do the jobs. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's, uh, it's been really, it's been hugely helpful. So we, this is a community sponsored project and we like that part.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it is truly every week when we say says who is brought to you by you, it is a magic to me. That is, that is possible
1: it is absolutely brought to you by you
0: yeah and we sure we sure thank you from the very bottom of our heart and if, if you are a backer uh there will be some more stuff heading your way like we just said if you want to be a backer join up at patreon.com slash says who there is already stuff waiting for you and then more stuff if
1: you if you hang around i mean we hope you like it we think you will
0: we think you will yeah. We think you will. You know other things to like, Maureen. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo.
1: I'm excited about making these coping boxes.
0: I know. I know. And our logo was designed by Darth.
1: Like a candle. Yeah. I like who knows a candle. Things possible. Some bath salts, but not the kind that make you go eat your neighbor's face. <laughs> That's that would
0: be good. You can or, contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can it email at be... Hey. Yeah. Continue your thought. Nothing. Go on. Okay. Hey, at says who podcast That's H E Y. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard and more. And we have talked about so much that we can't even talk about how many people are posting and sharing about their says who you work on. Facebook, but you got to go check it out because it is wild how many people are involved in sharing things that they are doing.
1: We took the puppy for a long walk in Central Park. We're like, let's not let's not watch the news. Let's just go directly to Central Park and walk the puppy. And we did. It was beautiful and sunny.
0: I love it. I love it. You can spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can join us October 23rd for our next episode. And Maureen, shortly after that, October 26th and 27th, you will be in Austin, Texas at the Texas Book Festival. And then a month later, November 22nd, you will be at the Miami Book Fair.
1: Oh, my God, Dan, I'm going to Texas next week. Yeah, you are. I what? cannot. Yeah. Like the end Nick? of my God, it's that's the next end of week. next week. <laughs> Time doesn't mean anything anymore. And then the week after that, I go. I think I'm going to L.A. for the premiere. That's it's exciting. All, Dan, this is all. It's a little a lot. You know, it's, it's
0: more than a little a lot. It's a lot. But a I mean, lot.
1: I'm going to Texas and I'm going to L.A., which I guess in those both, I guess it also Austin and L.A., which means one thing, Dan. Warmth tacos
0: oh, i mean yeah. i
1: get a I get a combination of an austin taco experience oh, and an la taco experience that is, is
0: a, those are the two best taco places on the that, planet is that your ideal at combo that I've ever eaten at. yeah if i if i was infinitely wealthy i would fly to austin for breakfast tacos get on a plane and fly to la for the rest of the day tacos
1: i've never had a breakfast taco what oh well, I don't...
0: maureen johnson
1: I don't eat eggs or meat or any, so I. Oh, mean, the
0: eggs thing, yeah. There's, there's that.
1: Oh, you know they'll definitely make a vegan version though. It'll have like a vegan scramble.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I but am I bet, sure that there is like a whole vegan taco joint in, in Austin, Texas.
1: I bet it's, but it's pretty, pretty tasty.
0: I ate at a vegan ice cream place in Austin, Texas, and it was amazing.
1: Oh well, vegan ice cream is just ice cream. I mean, it's, it's, uh-huh. it's wow, it's, it is, dead. Oh. Like most people, if you, if you serve people, vegan, that's the nice thing is like you serve be- people vegan ice cream or baked goods, baked goods, you, you almost definitely can't tell the difference. Yeah. And ice cream is like, it can be a little harder. Like it won't be as, but it's, it's largely the same, but say you can't get to LA or, or Austin and you want an experience of a breakfast taco. So what you can do is sign up at patreon.sayswho oh backslash damn it. Blue Apron backslash I was like, oh patron. yeah, what can you do? And we'll send you a box. No, we won't. With one of my, No, we are not uh, in the coping box. This is not a thing. One of my, Dan, listen to me. What? One of my recipes will be in the coping box a potato, pineapple, and just enough ingredients with like lots of packaging so that you can make one meal.
0: No, No. we're not. For $90. We're not mailing food in
1: the new combination between the uh, new collaboration between Blue Apron and no. Says Who. No, no, no. Says god called says says blue.
0: No, there's nothing says that blue. isn't a thing that isn't. no. this was all going so or well. Or
1: who apron? <laughs> I'm
0: I'm so tired. Oh
1: my god! Says blue or who apron, Dan? Those no. are both genius. No, no. Dan uh, says blue. Who apron? Just, no. How have I never seen that before? Who <laughs> apron? I don't, I, don't, I don't even know. What's oh, going I'm brilliant! On oh my god, I'm so smart. I'm so tired. I am so smart, and sometimes I don't even know how smart <gasps> I, I am. I'm just so. They're exhausted. both perfect. I've been doing this all along in my mind. It's like every
0: day I punish myself.
1: Ah, <sighs> Dan. I just get better and better. Okay.
0: From my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker.
1: From my mind palace. Oh, boy. Of genius ideas that just don't quit. (laughs) Dan.
0: Uh, Who apron? No, just say your name.
1: Which one is better? (laughs) Says Blue or Who apron? You have to choose. Who apron? Yeah, I know, right? I know, yeah. They're both good, but one is a little bit better.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm Maureen Johnson. Yeah. There you go. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. This uh-huh. has been says who.
1: Yeah. It has been. Says so who. Yeah. I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.